you're listening to this in the car and you're on your way home, we'll be in turn your around. Because <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your house. Welcome to the Horror Junkies. <laughs> try. Try to say with a straight face. Okay. Go. <clears throat> Welcome to the Horror Junkies podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Pat. And we're back. Another Pat and Mike episode. It's... Fuck Angel. It's the new standard. <laughs> um, yeah. We're back at it again. We promised you we were going to come back. Hey, look. We always come back. So... Baby, come back. No, nope. that's it. Me. Stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a cool show planned for this week. Oh, yes, we do. Oh. Makes my nipples <laughs> quiver when I think about the movie. Um, but first, man, how makes was me your... wet? Oh, I like what you did there. Hey, how was your Christmas? I worked. I'm sorry. I worked and I made three hundred dollars. So damn, that's good though. Yeah, so next paycheck should be a good one. I'm going to blow it all on stupid shit. That's the only way you should spend your money. Yeah. Feed into the capitalistic machine that is our society. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to buy a pocket pussy. Yeah? You've been wait- You've been wanting one. I mean, I had one. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. Patrick used to own. A- I'm going to buy me a pocket pussy <laughs> and a VR set. <laughs> and they- use them both at the same time. They They do that. I know. They- okay. <laughs> Um. All right. That's all right. Merry Christmas to yourself. Merry Christmas to you, Mike. Merry Christmas. What did you get? I got all kinds of stuff. Like what? I got. I didn't get shit. I got a BB9 droid. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at him. Yeah, look at him. He's sexy. Yeah, he is. That's my favorite droid. I have to draw him now too. Do you really? And porgs. And porgs. I have. Oh, because the star. Yeah. uh, Because you work for the mouse. Yes. We have to clarify something. Last. This week's episode of This Might Sound Crazy, they think we both work for the mouse. Oh, it's do just they? you that works for the mouse, <laughs> and I work at a an escape room. And why do they think that you work at Disney? I don't know. They also think I'm I like, wish you worked with me. Oh, we'd make it. We'd get fired. I'm surprised I'm not fired yet. Okay, maybe we wouldn't get fired then. No. Everyone that comes up to me is like, "This kid's like not Disney at all," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm anti Disney." <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, guys, our show is a part of the Phantom Podcast Network, so be sure to head over to downrightcreepy.com forward slash phantom and check out all the horrific podcasts and all the news and stuff that's on that website. It's getting re- uh, reamped here soon. Uh, the network and website owners developing some pretty cool shit for the website, so I can't wait for that to launch. Yeah, go to them for the news. Don't come to us. We're, yeah. we're, I'm fucking terrible at <laughs> <in> my job. <laughs> and there's like, um, we got some new shows. Um, I can't remember their name. <laughs> Good one. Uh, I think it's from your parent, your na- parents' basement. Something. Um, I'll get it to you by the end of the podcast. I yeah. just, for the life of me, cannot remember it okay. off the top of my head right now. Um, so we got a new show. So check them out when I give you the name. Okay. And I think we're ready today. We're gonna talk about something yeah. wet. Got something wet, sticky, maybe. 
Not really a horror movie. Not really a horror movie. We're going to be talking about two films, actually. Two films. By One's actually kind of a horror movie. One is. A, I would consider it a horror movie. Fantasy horror. Fantasy horror. All I right. agree. I agree. Should we tell them? Yeah, we will. It's <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, Del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth in his new movie, The Shape of Water. It's shape. Um, not really a horror movie. Uh, has a good amount of horror elements yeah, within it. Um, but it's Del Toro, and Patrick and I love him, and we wanted to talk about him. This podcast will have spoilers. We will announce those. When it happens, yeah. so if you haven't seen The Shape of Water, because it is in a select theater release right now, which is really sad. It was a hunt trying to get that movie. To, like to it had two theaters here, yeah, in Orlando. That's it, and mm-hmm. it had one in uh, Miami when I went and saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a hard movie to find to watch, <clears throat> but nonetheless, we succeeded in our mission and we saw it. But first, as usual, Patrick, the news. Hey, <laughs> hey, you ever thought of? What if your parents killed you? Mm. What if every parent in the world go crazy and they went hunting their kids? That sounds pretty creepy and scary. Well, there's a new movie called Mom and Dad. Starring. <laughs> starring. Starring. I wish Angel was here. I fucking wish she was here. Yeah. For this reason only. Okay. Who is it? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> really? Yes. So I just watched the trailer. Uh, it's a that concept. Really? So one day the parents just go fucking crazy and start killing all their kids. That's pretty intense. That's pretty. The, that's pretty much like, the premise. I don't think there's ever. It's. It looks I mean, like a zombie movies. movie, but it, I, I guess it's not. It's that's like not. if bath salt met Home Alone. Bath salts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Because it just looks like all like in the trailer looks like all the parents are just going ballistic crazy and running after the kids. Is it an American based film or a foreign yeah, film? Uh, it's American. I wonder how we we're gonna see some kids get brutalized. You can't make a movie about parents killing kids and not show them killing the kids. Yeah, I don't know about that. Because it's a big flop. Because it's just like, oh, well, all we get is like distant shots. Maybe. <laughs> like, uh, who knows? Where the camera's panning up at the parents and the blood hits them and shit. Like, <sighs> yeah. Fuck you and your goddamn toys, you little shit. Stab, stab, stab. I'm tired of stepping on these damn Legos. Yeah, I would kill my kid. Oh, yeah. Five times. You get five times that I have to step on Legos and you're done. You just, you don't, you don't get to live on anymore. I'm sorry. That that was pretty. But how do you feel about Nicolas Cage being in <laughs> killing the kids? <laughs> I'm actually upset that I hate Nicolas Cage <laughs> so much. The only movie I think I like Nicolas Cage in Gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> and I watch National Treasure just because I like the concept of the movie. I kind of just forget it's about this Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And I just kind of watch it because I enjoy. The National Treasure aspect. I would have loved to see his Superman movie, but never happened. Him a Superman? You never heard about this? I have. Back in the 90s? Yeah, and I'm glad it didn't. Tim Burton was going to direct it. I'm surprised it wasn't Johnny Depp. And Kevin Smith was going to write it. (laughs) Okay, He was was first to write it. I actually would have been kind of stoked for that. Yeah. (laughs) Nicolas Cage was okay in the 90s. Yeah. He had Con Air. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, there's another trailer called this uh, movie called Like Me. Okay, I have no twins. idea what it's about. It's about <laughs> the I, the trailer is just a bunch of. It looks like a very artsy fartsy horror film. Okay, uh, if you look it up, there's like a photo shit like that. I'll look it up. Don't <clears> worry. <throat> uh, looks. I'm intrigued. Okay, but again, I don't know. That doesn't really give you much about the movie. It's very Dude. vague, but it looks like a very artsy fartsy. Mm, so we'll see. Movie. I mean, it, it may be fun. 
maybe a fun f- little film. Yeah. Well, sometimes those artsy farts movies are pretty great. Uh, sometimes they're awful. Hey, if A24 does it, it's good. Um, shout out to them for having the highest grossing uh, independent movie, uh, Lady Bird. That movie mm-hmm. was fucking fantastic. I Not a horror movie it. at all. Um, I need to go see it. You should. It, it was very right, good. I have a movie pass. I should just go see it. Is it playing around anymore? Yeah. Well, it's still in theaters. Go see it. It's good. I watched it. almost cried. I cry in movies. So do I. Oh, and just so you know, that podcast from earlier is come from my parents' basement. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. That's a cool name. It is a I cool wish name. we had that name. Yeah. Whatever. We're, we're taking it. <laughs> Ours now. Godzilla's going to be fucking bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> All your shouting has made something happen. <laughs> he he used shout and my microphone stand <laughs> fell on my table. <laughs> so now I have it propped on my leg. <laughs> I can't wait to get back into the podcast studio and not do it at yeah. my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, Godzilla's going to be bigger. Yes, I saw that one. He, which is good. That means he's growing. I mean, he's a he's a little adult Godzilla. Does that mean King Kong's going to grow too? When it well, comes remember to- in um, Skull Island, he said that uh, John C. Arley was like he's not even the biggest of his uh, yeah kind. He's actually a baby, mm-hmm. and he was still fucking huge. So he has he has some, some room to grow. Some room to grow. Okay. Yes, but they're making Godzilla bigger too. <laughs> you got to have big giant monsters hey. when you fight, bro. If if you got the funds, if you got the CGI, guys, do it. I, I can't. I can't wait for it. Right? Me neither. I, uh, I'm excited for whatever they do with this combined universe for Godzilla and King Kong. I'm just trying to get a three-headed dragon. That's all. Uh, Motha. Uh. Burpee podcast. Oh my god, you're jumping on the bandwagon now. You used to <laughs> yell at me for that. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I drank some Dr Pepper and uh. I got burps now. Is we- is Wesley Snipes the only actor that could play Blade? No, because I shared something earlier that was better than Wesley Snipes' Blade. And what is that? Ildis Alba. Fuck yeah. He was asked, and he said, yeah. Hell yeah. Let him do it. Please. He's a phenomenal actor. I would love to see him as Blade. Yeah. Or put a white guy in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. God, don't. You will literally cause the universe to divide and the earth to split. Galactus will come and eat us. What if they can switch out to be a black guy? Why can't they switch it out to be a white? I'm not. I'm done. Okay, I'm done you. with this bit. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> jokes, people. They're just uh, jokes. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. What uh, else you got on that? This is this is actually quite another, another one, another one. DJ Fucking Khaled, <laughs> another one. <laughs> Fucking Texas Chainsaw might be rebooting again, again. Because Leatherface didn't do that good. I haven't seen it said. Me neither. <sighs> But I heard, I heard it was shit. Anyways, <laughs> I did too. the second I hear more than like three reviewers say it's shit, I don't go see it. <laughs> I don't think we even got it in theaters. No, I don't think we did. No, it was definitely to get on VOD, which I may purchase it to rent one night. Who knows? Speaking of coming back to franchises and blah 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 blah, bloops. Hellraiser Judgment is coming out soon. I'm actually excited for this. I know you are. February thirteenth, baby. Yeah, I can't wait. I saw All that and on- I was like. <clears throat> Finally, Clyde Barker has graced us. Yeah, I think it's going to be coming on VOD and all that shit in February 13th. Good. That's, That's not so far away. Soon. <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, do you need a c- c- code b- breaker? <laughs> Stop. Okay. His character was I'm weird. done with Star Wars. <laughs>
fucking done. <laughs> I've had it up to here with the nerf herders. All right. Well, <clears throat> okay. Due to my source being shitty, we should. That's all them. the news. <laughs> we should. <laughs> oh yeah, we're not gonna say what source it was. <laughs> you could probably guess. The app has gone to shit. Just put it that way. <laughs> when I when I have wanted to just click on my news, I don't want to get. I don't want a bunch of game ads thrown at me. Yeah, I just exactly. want to read the news and enjoy it, not have to click a thousand things. I think I forgot to put on deodorant today. That's bad. Nah, whatever. Okay. I showered today, so that's good enough. That's good. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't usually wear deodorant. We didn't use deodorant for a very long time in humankind. It's just because of vanity, and we grow tired of B.O., but it's normal since. Simple times. Simpler times back then. I don't know if they were really simpler, but they were definitely harder. I'll put it that way. Huh. No electricity, no Wi-Fi. Well, because we didn't know that things exist. So we just stand outside and played with sticks. You ever played with a stick? It fucking sucks. I played with my stick. That's a different kind of stick. And well, I used well, Wi-Fi right. to do that. Back, back <laughs> on topic, because that's, that's for another discussion. <laughs> sticks and playing with them and things. Uh, let's get into today's topic. Let's fucking because I suck do at it. doing the news. Yeah, it's okay, man. Yeah, just go on uh, downright creepy to get your news. Don't come here. Yeah, just come they here to listen to us yell at the mic. They got editorials, the reviews, contest. He's got Panic Fest coming out soon in January twenty <clears> eighth. <throat> it's yeah. in Kansas City, not here in Orlando. It's it's a couple states away from us. Um, unfortunately, Patrick and I are probably not gonna be able to make it. Okay. I got it. Another news, Patrick on his, on this might sound crazy. Was talking about how he may be coming to Florida soon, and if he's coming, okay, get oh, him on the show. I'm gonna tickle his beard. <laughs> <laughs> you and him will it'll be like a mirror. <laughs> Just be like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some fucking movies. <laughs> no, be like, I just want to see. I just want to like, film it. <laughs> it'll be like Ray down in the black hole. Yeah. Whoa! We just snapped at the same time. That was cool. <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's get into it. Okay. We're sorry, guys. We're just a little bit. Of, I haven't seen Patrick in like six days. <laughs> um. So, Pan's Labyrinth. Don't remember when it was released. Two thousand and something. Two thousand eight. I'm gonna say two thousand nine. Who's right? Who can Google faster? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my phone's slower. Two thousand six. Because porn. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Okay. What a really good film. First yeah. off, Spanish, uh, Spanish film, uh, English subtitles for those of you out there who have don't speak Spanish. Um, we follow uh, Olivia. Sure, I think that's her name is Olivia. Yeah, it is Ophelia. Ophelia. Olivia. Ophelia. Ophelia Heine. Um, and it's set in nineteen forty four Spain. We have communist, not communist, fascist leader, general, and shit. And yeah, it's going- like the Civil War, right? No. Yeah. I mean, no, it is in the sense. I mean, 1940, you are talking, um, you know, World War II and all that shit, but the yeah. rise of fascism in the world. Um, they're going into the woods, the hideout, of course, because of the resistance and all that shit. Ophelia's mom is pregnant with his child. He's a giant piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> as any fascist is. So, I mean, yes. And she finds a war- an escape in this fantasy world. Full of creepy fucking things like frogs and people that eat children. Yeah. <laughs> people, that, the pale man. The pale man. She had one fucking job. Yeah. Literally, do not eat anything. 
Do not eat it. If you eat it, you will die. She was hungry. But she had to eat. And she also got one of the fairies killed. That was sad. That was really sad. <laughs> um, but before we get into all that, I mean, like, when you talk about the, just the you, the world he builds. Because the thing I always think about Del Toro when I talk about him as a director, he just doesn't just, like, direct a movie. It's more. It's a fun, yeah, It's he, literally a story. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much more to his movies than, say, any other. Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Poor, poor. <laughs> I wouldn't even put those two on the same fucking no, table. Not at all. I would sell Del Toro Flamin' Yon and Michael Bay a I would like to dog see a, shit. I would like to see them come together and make a Transformers movie. Mm. Michael Bay's money and Del Toro's <laughs> imagination. <laughs> there it is. That's the only time they'd be together. <laughs> um but I just like the whole like the concept of, like she's a you know avid reader, she like escapes the reading her fairy tales. Yeah. And she she walks up to that tree when the in the when the mom starts having like labor pains yeah, yeah. or pains in the car in the beginning of the movie and she sees the pixie for the first time and you're like oh you as a viewer you're like man is this real or is this just a child's imagination trying to escape such a harsh because her father is literally he's a stepfather stepfather yeah is a big a piece of dick he's a big piece of doo doo. <laughs> And he only wants a son. He doesn't give a fuck about that family. He yeah, just yeah. wants an, a son to call his own and shape into an awful human being. Yeah. Um, but can we talk about um, practical effects? Because this movie... No, and the thing is, is like that's why I love uh, Guillermo del Toro. Because, one, he'll use CGI. But he'll he'll have a, like, a nice blend of it. Yes. He'll use it when it's necessary. So like with movies like Pacific Rim and stuff like that, it's necessary. It is necessary. for it. And even in Hellboy, like there's just certain scenes you can't... You're not going to be able to film mm-hmm. with practical effects no. that will look good. But the thing is, is like he does it, he does it well. So Like he does it so well. That you like, never know. And talking about the fucking... The guy who plays Fauna mm-hmm. and Pale Man, he's the same actor. He's He gets him in all his movies. All of them. And just imagine that, that process of sitting... In the makeup to do the Fonz shoot. Yeah. And then having to do the Pale Man. Like, that has to be... Because the, the Fawn is, like, exquisite. Like, yeah. the, the amount of detail in... Excuse me. Into that character is phenomenal. And the horns... And I love, like, his little pixie group. Like, you're wondering, like, how does he have pixies? Yeah. Where does he get pixies? Is he the pixie master? I don't know. I mean, Doug Jones made a career of just doing that for a living. Yeah, uh, he was uh, in Hocus Pocus. He was the he was Billy the the zombie. Yes, he was. He was uh, Abe Abraham or whatever from Hellboy, the mm-hmm. sea monster. Yep, he's also the sea monster. In, Abe Sapien. He's also the sea creature in uh, the Shape of Water. Yeah, like, Del Toro gave this guy a job. Yeah, like, this whenever guy he needs a, a monster, he gets that he, guy. To he has play a him. career because of Del Toro. But that's because he's like tall and lengthy, and like he's also uh, there's, he's in so many other horror movies. No, he plays he. And if if, it, if there's a character that's weird, long, lanky in a horror movie, it's Doug Jones. Apparently, like, he's in Bye Bye Man. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he's, he's in the, the Watch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. And the other thing I like that this movie does is since it is telling a story, it starts from the ending. Yeah. You know, the first scene you get is Ophelia's character laying on the ground bleeding from her nose. And you're just like, the fuck? And then the blood goes back into her nose and everything kind of restarts. And you're just like, what? So he gives the ender like a taste of what the, in, what the, what the complex, uh, the, the, 
what they're words. in for. Yeah. Uh, he, he, you know, he's not the first one to do that. A lot of films no. do do that, but he did it so well to where it's like, well, what happened? And like, is this part of this story that he's telling now or is it just restarting to a new? Exactly. Is she actually in the world? Is she, yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like in the end guys, I mean like this movie is what? 11 years old now. I Jeez. said 2006, right? Jesus. So 11 years old. Jesus. Almost 12 years old. Yeah. It still holds up, by the way. Yeah. Um, you can watch this on Blu-ray like I have it, and it's just phenomenal. But in the end, she dies. She gets shot by the father, mm-hmm. her stepfather. Um, and she goes to this world, but we don't know if it's really real or if it's just her. Her escapism completely. Not only that, but... Because she's dead. Um, she's dying. So it's like, is this just what she wants to see before dying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see our father, her actual father, and we see our mother, and they're like kings and queens because she's a princess, apparently. Yeah. Um, but it always left me wondering, like, man, is she actually like this otherworldly princess who mm-hmm. has powers, or is she just, you know, a child that is so lost in her fantasy? And when she dies, she goes, she goes to it. Yeah. Because her life I has mean, been shit. And that's what Del Toro does so well is like he, he leaves things open and, and most of his movies are very open ended. Yes. Like that. Which is great. Yeah. Cause it's, it leaves you to your imagination now to mm-hmm. what, and now we have like to what you wanted to see and like what you think it is. And that's why it's so good to have this conversation. Yeah. Cause Del Toro, I, I hands down will go down as, as an amazing director. Has he like he's won awards, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Because he's not mistreated in Hollywood. He's just he's, he's not, not he's not given because like you may want like why is the Shape of Water not in every fucking theater? It's because he I don't know who produces his movies. I can't remember who produces. I mean, Lionsgate was it Lionsgate? Yeah. Lionsgate isn't as huge as it used to be. Um, Lionsgate used to Lionsgate did yeah. uh, what movies? Hellboy. Hellboy and... You're putting me on the spot. Yeah, I can't remember. (laughs) But I mean, like, it's just like, it's weird. Because there's a lot of movies that it's like a a current, like a theme that's been going on. Like certain theaters only get certain movies. Yeah. There's this movie called The Post. It's got Meryl Stripe. um, Meryl Stripe. Meryl Stripe. I can't see it. What's it? What's her name? Are you talking about Meryl? (laughs) Now I can't think of it. (laughs) God damn it. She's the most gorgeous lady. She plays the Devil Wars Prada. She plays the owner, the editor of Vogue. Meryl Streep. There it is. Uh, Tom Hanks. It's got a stat cast, but it doesn't come out till like next year. But it's playing in theaters right now. Really? And I want to see it so fucking bad. That's the tricky thing about movie theaters and the studios and shit like that. Yeah, because if they want to put the big bucks and put it everywhere, it won't go everywhere. Yeah, it's just how it is. Ooh, mm. I got Ooh. a tender match. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I mean, what is what are some things you like about this movie, Patrick? Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, Pan's just Labyrinth. again, Del Toro just. Hitting it in the park with those fucking world building. Yeah. Like, again, it just keeps you open-ended to, like, is this real or is this in her head? Which is such a fucking beautiful concept. Yeah, it really is. Because it does, like, it, when she tries to bring it in real life, when she puts the 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 baby thing inside the... Oh, yeah, the fucking... The, um... From Harry Potter. Yeah. The fuzz thing. <laughs> the what thing that don't shut the fuck up. Yeah, the scream. <laughs> uh, God, why can't I think of it? It's okay. Uh, I'm so, I'm not. I'm a nerd, but I, I just can't remember those We have names. brain farts. It's okay. Um, but yeah, she, it looks just like that, which yeah. I laughed. At, um, but yeah, bringing that into the real world, like you were saying. like. And then like, when they see it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a piece of tree that's in milk. milk. Yeah. It's rotten. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's like... It, 
a part of me in the movie is kind of like, oh, this is this is all in her head. Mm-hmm. But it, it still makes a good film because he he does use so like he, a lot of the sets is real. Yeah, every like most of those things in that movie are real. You can't tell what's C- what's like taken out in CGI or put in. You know, my favorite like uh, brutal scene is when the uh, when the stepfather gets his fucking shit slit yeah. by the lady. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he just walks out like. And again, that's practical too. But yeah. with the there was a green screen inside of his mouth. Yeah, which was fucking cool. So cool. But I'm just like, this movie has such like. Like horror, like mm. it is a fan. It's a fantasy film, one hundred percent. I say the most horror is probably. I mean, it is my favorite scene. Is the pale man scene? Oh yes, that which, is the, that is when it hits horror. Ba- like, like it hits terif- horror. It's yeah. terrifying because like, and, the, and I guess the frog scene too, which is not that significant. I mean, she gets the key, but yeah, but it's still scary. it's still scary. That motherfucker is. Ugh. It was just gross. Yeah, um, but the pale man. I mean, like. You know this. This is a person who eats children, mm. and he's been put into rest for so long. And the only time he'll come out of it is if you eat from his table, so he can eat again. And, and you look at it, there's like the huge um, painting around the wall that shows him eating children. children. There's the pile of shoes. Like it sets the tone for like what this character is. And it, for some reason, it doesn't phase her. No, I mean like she's like, when like when ah, fucking, I'm hungry. Yeah, when Fonda's like, do not eat anything, which I think it's a. Because I think Del Toro is kind of religious or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's... I it's, mean, he's... Yeah, he's from Spain. He's Catholic, I think. Yes. And it's a total, like... Ooh, yeah. It's a big, big church but commentary. And that scene is... I think it's kind of like the Adam and Eve thing with mm-hmm. the uh, for, the Unforgiven Fruit. The Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit, yeah. sorry. No, 100%, definitely. I think that's what that was representing. She touched the Forbidden Fruit and she paid for her wrongdoings. Yeah. Um, she gets away, um, but... Just barely the, barely but the movements of that character like the fact that he puts his eyes into his palm of his hands and does you know puts his hands yeah. up with, that was so fucking cool yeah like uh, and just the never, way that you've never seen a character like that before even like, that scene when it how it's edited mm-hmm. i'm not really remembering too much i haven't seen in a while but just the scene of like when she bites into the grape and like his hands yeah, just his like hands twitch, move. yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, this is. Scary. I saw. I remember seeing Pan's Labyrinth in theaters. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I watched I went it with a family friend because and his dad because his dad was like really big in Del Toro, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like Hellboy was officially my intro to Del Toro. But 100%. I didn't. I didn't really. I was a teenager, so I wasn't really like, yeah, I need to follow this director until I was like in college. But this movie did it for me. I was like. Especially with the pale man scene, because it just it it does scream all types of horror. Yeah, and I'm so happy that Del Toro is not like not big Hollywood guy. Yeah, because if he, he if he was, want. we would have got a spinoff movie called The Pale Man. Oh, one hundred percent. Which or, I wouldn't mind, but no, no, I wouldn't. I'm but glad he, that is not. He writes books too. Yeah. So what's really cool with him is I think the movie that we're going to discuss soon really needs a book. I yeah. think one hundred percent it needs a book so I can read it mm-hmm. because there are just so much. That you want to know, yeah, about everything. You're just like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> uh, but the same with the Pan's Labyrinth. If he was to write a Pan's Labyrinth book, mm-hmm. I would read it 100 yeah. because there's get, so much lore that's not explored into the movie. Yeah, and it's, you just get like little sneak bits of it of what it's about, mm-hmm. especially with Pale Man. Exactly. Like you know, you can have you can go wherever you want in a book mm-hmm. when you're writing about it. I mean, you can make a book fucking. 2,000 pages, and I, I was, I mean, that's a daunting read, but I'd fucking read it, like, Jesus. 
He Del Toro takes a lot of influence from Lovecraft. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> fucking obviously. Like I feel like like he's like the continuing of Lovecraft mm-hmm. in a little bit with like his own lore and his own like mythologies with his monsters and stuff like that. I I agree with that. Like he's our modern day Lovecraft. Yeah, and it's 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 great that he's around and still yeah. I fucking love him, and anything he does, like it's a good movie. Like, I know everything I, he does is and good. I, I wish he stuck. I, I wish he stuck around to do the Hobbit series, like he was supposed to, because he, him, and Peter Jackson were supposed to both create oh, wow. the Hobbit. Can you imagine? Because oh. it wouldn't be that CGI fuck fest that we got. No, oh. Del Toro would not let that happen. He'd be like, "Listen, either we build everything, or yeah. I leave." And that's probably why. Why? He, well, he left because he had to do uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, because the Hobbit had a lot of. Uh, Studio like a lot of deadlines that they couldn't meet, mm. and they had to re- like. Is that why the Battle of Five Armies felt super rushed? Yeah, <laughs> um, no, that speaking, whole series. <laughs> yeah, speaking about Del Toro, though, a little bit of news that I remember to he was actually asked to like create and manage the whole uh, Dark Universe from Universal Studios. Yeah, in two thousand six, right? Um, no, recent. Like I don't know if Again? how recent. Like yeah, whenever they because he was first, asked before. Was he? I don't mm-hmm. know. This was a recent news article, so right. I don't know if maybe they asked him again. And he said no. He's like, that's just too much pressure. Like, that's just too much. Good for him. And I agree. Like, yeah. Like, Cause maybe it, have him come in and direct it. Could you fucking imagine? Could you fucking imagine? Well, after the movie we just watched? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, but the thing is, is like, I feel like the studio would be too involved in because t- they're trying to build a universe. Yeah. So any of these movies that come out with, with the dark universe, which mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're calling it that anymore. They... Dark Universe has been put on a halt. Right. Uh, so there's no Dark Universe really right now. But as of right now, we'll call it the Dark Universe. Correct. I feel like he w- they would just pick it and not let him do the vision that he wants to do. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'd much rather have him do his own his own monster lores uh-huh. separated I mean, and I not w- combined. Because he did it well with the, the movie. movie. And yeah. I, think, I think we should... Should we go into The Shape of Water? I think Pain's Labyrinth is a phenomenal film. It's been around forever. I mean, to talk about everything, I'd li- I would have to watch it. Again, I, read, yeah. I watched it recently, just I'd have to rewatch it just to yeah. really dig into some of the things. But there's so much social commentary. I mean, the fact that it's that's what 19- it does well. Yeah, the 1940s. You're dealing with the rise of fat. Well, the, towards the end of fall of fascism in the uh, Europe in the European countries. Have you ever watched his other movies? His other horror movie. It's another Spanish film. It's called The Devil's Backbone. No. Watch that one. Oh, also, the orphanage. Also, the strain. I, you know, I fucking, <laughs> I want to. It's just I want Hulu. to so bad. It's on Hulu. It's just there's so many other fucking shows that I need. It to is up really. On. I will say this real quick. The strain is phenomenal. Okay. I've watched two seasons of it, and it is great. Okay. Like it's he does a really cool job with vampires. Stragoli. Yeah. They were called uh, Blade Two. Blade Two. That was a, a Guillermo del Toro movie. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that. So he invented the vampires that go like yes, and you the get predator that, face. You get that in um, the, strain. the strain. Okay, um, and a lot well, of the tongue, you sold me on it. Tongue action too, like yeah. tongue liquor from Resident Evil and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but the next movie we wanted to discuss is a little film called The Shape of Water. We've been ranting about this for ye- for a year now. Yeah, waiting for this been movie to come. One waiting desperately for this film to come out and. It came out the what December eighth. Yeah, didn't even remember that it came out. I, I totally, <laughs> I totally forgot that it like was coming out. I, did. I thought it, it came didn't... out after Christmas, right? 
Um, but like, I mean, I went like, oh my god, where can we watch it? There's like only two theaters in Orlando that are playing it. It was like the Inzian or the AMC in which, fucking which uh, I went Altamont, to. which is you went to the Inzian first time. Okay, real important question here: Did you get the chicken tenders? No, I ate before I went. What the? F- that's the whole point of going there. Because she said she was gonna. She had a big. She had a dinner thing with her family, so I didn't want to be the only fat ass eating. Who gives a fuck? I do. All right, so just a little heads up. The Inzian is like this cool little theater where you can hang out. They have servers, and you can get like all kinds of food, like burgers and salmon. It's really sick. It's awesome, but they have delicious chicken tenders and delicious truffle fries. Okay, I'm gonna next. I'm gonna go there a lot more now because I went there for the first time. I thought it was like a just someone's house. That's what it looks like. It on the does. Outside. I was yeah. like, I, I parked my car. I'm like, am I in the right fucking place? <laughs> there's a bar. You can get drunk. I walk up and then like, there's a line and I'm like, is this a line to buy your tickets? They're like, no, this is a line to get in the theater. I'm like, oh, okay. And I went to go buy my, t- I went up there got my ticket. You should you always buy in advance just so you know. Okay. It's, it's just cause like they do sell out. So this is the cool thing that happened. Okay. So we, me, so me and my date walk in, there's no seats. Oh, it's covered. And then there's some seats that have like reserves. Mm-hmm. So so uh, one of the coworkers come up to us because we're looking for s- trying to find like seats. at least a decent seat. Yeah, couldn't find any. And, like there's a, like all these reserved ones, and they're like, "Oh, you guys want to take one of the reserved ones? Like we're supposed <laughs> to give them away right oh. when the movie starts." Hey, just so you know, you want one of these reserved seats. So yeah, we had, and the, it's like the best seating, like the yes, best viewing yes, spot. Yes, yes. So we had like the best seat in the house, like dead right center. F- yes. Oh, damn, that's awesome. So we on the second part. You weren't down, right? I wasn't down. I was oh, on the second. Yes. Awesome. That's that's where I sat last. Night. That's a good seat. Yeah. Um, and I have the table there, and like the it was a the round uh the bench thing. Mm-hmm. Sick. No, that that's where I went and saw Lady Bird. Um, okay. it's a cool place. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of those theaters popping up more and more. I want to go. I want to go. I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna go there for. Mm, Majority of my movie going experience. They now. do do just a lot of One, independent films, which is cool. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, uh, like I said, just make sure you buy your tickets in advance because they sell out fucking fast. Yeah. Um. But okay, so we're gonna talk about the Shape of Water, guys. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a small non- little non-spoiler, little little talk Cause talk because we, we know it didn't it didn't release everywhere. We, we know you're out there. And we know you may not have seen it yet, but just be prepared. At a certain point in time, some sirens may go off. <laughs> and that means that spoiler talk is going to begin. <laughs> so until then, here's the non-spoiler. All right. First initial overview thoughts, Patrick. Because you gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Yes. Okay. Which is a very decent score for this movie. For sure. Uh, color. Color plays a big part in this fucking movie. Yep. The tone of this movie is fucking fina- like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You care about every character even the bad guy you kind of see like Ugh. where he's coming why he's the way he is i hate him so much though. i know but you see you understand yeah. why yeah and it's kind of like the, the the all all around theme of this movie is kind of like trying to fill that void that everyone that every all these characters have mm-hmm. and not feeling in like feeling incomplete yeah a lot of these like a lot of the characters in the movie have that like same story arc yeah for me, I was entertained from beginning to end. Yep, 100%. It, it paced well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I didn't look at my phone, my watch, nothing. Nope. It ended right where I wanted it to. 
with a damn good ending too. The fucking phenomenal, and I called it, dude. I called the ending. Yeah, me too. I knew exactly it, what it, it hits. A little predictable, but you kind of forgive it because of its uh, charm. Yeah, exactly. Of the charm of the film, because you 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 fastly this the relationship between um, I forgot her name. Oh, the main. Yeah. Uh, oh, moment, momento, one momento, please. One momento. <laughs> I want to watch that movie now. Her name is Eliza. 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 Okay. There it is. All right. Um, just Eliza because, Esposito. Because of the yeah, her friend in the that helps her. Octavia. Yeah, it says uh, her name like a well, hundred times in the fucking the movie. Actress is Octavia Spencer. Yeah. But her Zelda. Which is? Can we just give a little? Her name is Zelda. That's so badass. Yeah. So, and the the relationship between her and the creature, mm-hmm. a little bit like, my only complaint about the movie is like that relationship was kind of rushed, but it kind of had to be. Yeah, I, I agree. To kind of cover all grounds, because I thought this movie was hitting at a, like, okay, this is where it's going to end, and then it kept going. Yeah. Which I was happy about. Mm-hmm. All in all, I, I I did give it a nine point five, and I'm sticking to that because of that one little thing, and that's nitpicking. That's yeah. definitely nitpicking because this movie's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's and it's a time period movie, which yep. fucking works. Nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, early sixties, early sixties. I think so. Are you sure? Yeah, because it's right when the um, you are early nineteen sixty two. Yeah, Baltimore. early ni- early sixties, nineteen sixty two in Baltimore. Yeah. So, Which yeah, it's just the and the things within this movie that yeah. it hits on. I mean, as Del Toro does, he doesn't just give you this fantastic story. He gives you like X amount of fucking things that are just commentaries on society today and society at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why I think like this movie and Pan's Labyrinth now they are very different films. Correct, but they have like the same like almost atmosphere mm-hmm. no i agree the no. ambience the ambience the tone the tone is almost the tone the, same. the tones are definitely the same especially the, with the social commentary yeah all the undertones are like just perfect yeah exactly um there's not much i complain about like i said same you color is amazing mm-hmm. characters that you just fall in love with like you like you care for every character um i don't really care i didn't care i mean i cared about the bad guy because i fucking it they made, I didn't ca- they, they made me hate him yeah which is what they wanted to do which is what i meant by karen like he exactly. had, he has an arc too in the in the it's, story it's not like and it, he has an agenda and he has a he yeah, has a drive he's not just a bad guy it's like uh, he's very two-dimensional no he's a very three-dimensional mm-hmm. character in del toro does a fantastic job of making you fucking hate him yeah now same score nine point five for me okay um but like I said, guys, this film, do not sleep on it. Definitely it is don't. worth watching. It's is it a horror movie? No. But, but if the, you love horror movies, you'll love this movie. Yeah. Just beca- on the practical the, effects on the creature. Especially where the creature stems from. Exactly. The, you know, this is no spoiler. Del Toro's talked about it. When he was a kid and he watched the creature from the Black Lagoon, he wanted the creature and the woman to be together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this movie is his interpretation of the creature from the Black Lagoon in his old, own weird way. Um, so just take that. I mean, you're not going to get a creature movie like no, like that. It's completely As much as different. we want one, the, Del Toro does really well with, like, love stories. Yeah. And it shows in this movie. It really does. Um, so it's 9.5 for the both of us. Um, I love it. Tone, color, character development's great. The characters you love. Um, the setting, the time period, 
all the commentaries. Fantastic. Now, (laughs) that's a spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) All right. um, She fucks the fish. (laughs) Oh, we're going with that? We're going straight into that. We're not going to go into the whole intro of her jerking off. She masturbates within the first five minutes of the film. So if you have kids, don't go see this movie unless. Yeah, which is funny is like I love I love Eliza so much. So here it is, a character who's mute, who signs, of course, because she doesn't talk, uh, which I loved. That was fucking fantastic. They also explain it like quickly. Mm-hmm. Don't really go into big like what like. Which is where I, as soon as they gave that backstory and they said that they found her next to the water and I saw the three, I was like, gills. Fucking fish lady. I was like, you used to be a fish lady. In some past <laughs> life, you were a fish. Um, so that moment, like, I, I get that that was easy, but it, this movie wasn't meant to be like, oh, guess, oh, what is this? Could this yeah, be? Yeah, exactly. It was like, if you're paying attention, you just caught the reference. Which was kind of cool, because it's kind of like, all right, so we just got done watching Star Wars, which was just a big question mark. Yeah. And then we get this movie that's kind of like, we're going to give you all the answers, but... There's still some things f- left unanswered. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of just like, have fun, you know? Yeah, have fun with this movie. As uh, for which- Star Wars, it's just like... Fuck! <laughs> 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 I hope no one didn't... <laughs> no, no one's here. I'm, lit- oh, I'm, I'm home by myself for the till Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to... <laughs> I'm home. Want to go to Ibar? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play video games. Okay. Uh, but back to it. Um, yeah, but no. She like how she sets the eggs and then puts an egg timer and she gives her the the amount of time that to, it takes the, the her to jerk off the, the time for the eggs to cook to jerk to yeah. masturbate. Yeah, hilarious. Um, the second time, very ferocious, <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Um, but it, it sets the tune for the tone of the movie. Like this no, movie kind of gave be, her like everyday like routine. Oh yeah, which she's was cool. Very, which was an easier way to kind of of us get to used to that character because she's not she wasn't able to talk throughout the whole. Yeah, movie. exactly. So we got to we he made us relate to that character by her masturbating. Yes, her <laughs> masturbation. No, her daily routines because yeah. we all fall into that where we have our own routines and things like that. Uh, her neighbor, I love him. Uh, he's a phenomenal painter. He's the guy that plays the dad in Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, uh, Richard uh, Jenkins. Yeah, or whatever. Um, such a like such, such a, a gr- funny character. Just too. love his character yeah. so much. Um, you know, he hit like in the movie. Of course, a hint. There's you know, is there? All, there's also racism. Of course, this is 1960s civil rights movement era. Yeah. Um, but also uh, mass homophobia. Mm-hmm. I mean, here he is, this older man. He's going to. The, he's only going to the pie restaurant. Yeah. Because he he is attracted to that man, and you know when he goes back that one time to talk to him to kind of like see if he can like see if he will go on a date with him or express the same feelings towards him, you know we see the character go oh no you need to get out of here and you then know, right after that he kicks out the black people in the saying restaurant. that all the bar stools are reserved for yeah. the day bullshit yeah um, um but it was cool because like not only did we get her like her story arc to where like she has a void. But we, so does he, and so does Zelda. Yeah, Zelda from day one of the from day one from the beginning of the movie, talking about her husband Bruce mm-hmm. over and over and over again. You come to you not see Bruce until later on in the film. Yeah, but you already kind of get this resentment for him. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he doesn't really he, like he doesn't talk to her. Does he not like her? What's going on? Like, yeah, you kind of just build this like distance with Bruce because you're like, well, obviously she seems like she's not, and he ends up being a motherfucker. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Louder brought uh, my sister. Louder brought up a good point. 
So uh, we're talking about the point where the bad guy comes into their house, which we'll discuss later about him too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, at that time, a white man coming into your house probably was terrifying. Scary, yeah. But my thing was like, that's your wife. I don't know. Like, it's not just it's not, that was not white. That's not like a white or black racial issue. Like, you see your wife in danger, you're gonna you're gonna act. Yeah. Like, but I can also understand the fact of yeah. It probably it would it would be terrifying. Not probably mm-hmm. it would one hundred percent be terrifying for a white man to come into your home at that time period. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I didn't like that. I was like, man, that save your fucking wife. Like, yeah, Jesus. exactly. Um. But it was uh, like everyone in the movie has like again this just this, this void that they're trying to fulfill. Yeah. Which is so relatable. On uh, a, uh, Zelda's void is she has no one to talk to. Yeah. But she can talk to, to Eliza, who's mute, who's responsive though. Yeah. Like, which is cool that. Zelda knows sign language. Like mm-hmm. it seems like that Zelda took the time to learn how to sign, or maybe Eliza maybe taught her to sign mm-hmm. so that they can have a relationship. Okay. Yeah. No. Definitely. And it just made me care about these characters instantly, yeah. which is so hard for me to do in a fucking movie. Yeah. But instantly, Guillermo del Toro just like introduced these interesting characters that I can relate, relate to. to in some sort of way. No, especially with. Uh, uh, Richard Jenkins' character because he's an artist. Yeah, he's exactly. a struggling artist and yeah. is trying to, like, try to beat uh, photography, mm-hmm. which is just like the day and age of me trying like do like paintings and I'm trying to beat like. And everyone's like, "Oh, do digital? Can you yeah. digital draw me? Yeah, exactly. Help? Can you digital draw me, bro? Which I will do now. <laughs> <laughs> he's selling out. <laughs> oh, I'm not selling out. I'm buying in. Buying. Ah, uh, got you. <laughs> um, but the asset. I mean, just yeah. the really cool. Of, as, of course, as usual, Del Toro gives us a crazy monster creature, and I liked how human, humanoid the face kind of was. The yeah. eyes looked very human. It was very. It was a very. You almost get lost in his eyes. Yeah, like which is why I kind of like bought the romance a little mm-hmm. bit, like how fastly it kind of yeah. became. Because she again, she I think in the movie she's like she's a bit older, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's like she finally found someone that can that. We're, doesn't look at her like everyone else does. Exactly. He doesn't see her. And they, they, they say it in the movie. You know, he sees me, for me, mm-hmm. not as everyone else sees me, you know, as a mute. As or incomplete. Incomplete, exactly. Because yeah. he doesn't know any, like, he's a creature. Like, yeah, he doesn't know He doesn't thing. speak English. Uh, well, he, he, we don't know. He could. The motherfucker got healing powers. He got healing powers. This is not an origin story for uh, Ape Sapien, by the way. Yeah, no. Not it's at similar, all. but... I yeah. mean, if it was, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't care either. I'd be like, this is cool as shit. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about Michael Shannon's performance, the the <laughs> villain of the movie? Yeah, go ahead. So Michael Shannon has also made a career of just being a psychopath. Yeah, he's always the bad guy. In fucking movies. I don't know. I I, I can see why, because he looks fucking psychotic. It's his face. His Zod, face. man. <laughs> he makes you... He looks like a bad guy. He does look like a bad guy. He fucked his wife. He's like, silence. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Good God, Anakin. <laughs> um, he's but a very. I mean, like his performance. His for, was like I said, hated him, but his performance. That's what you're supposed amazing. to. Amazing, but you you're because he to, he also has. A if void. you relate to that character, you're an awful human being. Just put it that way. There, I mean, there's some redeeming, like not redeeming, but he has a struggle too. He has a void that he's trying to fulfill. What's his void? His, uh, of being a fucking white cis <laughs> male. <laughs> Because that's what I that, mean, the character was. No, because he talks to the, the general. He's like, look, I've done everything with no failure at this mm, point. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then this one thing I fail. And I, I'm like, 
being thrown to the dogs. Yeah. Uh, no, I can understand the struggle. That's where I was trying to go with. Yeah. Like, that's his arc. is like he's just trying to be the best of what he does. Yeah, I know. I'm just... Which I, is relatable, but he is the villain of the movie, so you kind of... It's built up to hate him. Yeah, I know. The finger thing was... F- Oh yeah, I think your fingers bleeding, honey. <laughs> Silence. Ah. Yeah, yeah. He gets his fingers bit off by so the creature. By the creature. So it makes me wonder why his hands were near the creature's mouth. If you're torturing this thing, because they torture it, they shock it, and all kinds. He of shit. does. Yeah. And, yeah, he does. Um, there's also the another cool element since it is a timepiece pyramid. The Russians. Yeah. And you have a uh, spy. The, the the scientist guy. Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking rat. I do. I actually, I like Dimitri. There's no name. There is no location. Two cleaners. Two cleaners. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually liked. Well, the two cleaners, like he gave it away. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Like you could have just fucking died and not say anything, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um. I liked his character though because he didn't want anything to happen to the creature. Like he's no. like, we should. This thing needs to live. Like we should see it responds to music and touch and sight. Like this is a. This is a thinking cognitive being and yeah. just because commentary because it looks different from what you claim to be the standard you want to cut it open and dissect it and see how it works yeah instead of letting it thrive um i really like that i like that his whole story like i said yeah. russian like yeah he's a russian spy and everything but i don't really like america that much so anyway so <laughs> they're listening out there oh god but yeah even like even him he had a Literally, every fucking, ex- minus like the receptionist for the bad guy, the journal, you didn't yeah. really get too much of him. Yeah, yeah. And like the sideline character. This is the best. Sakes, for the, the guy that was smoking, you got more in character of him, and you're just like, I like that guy. He's yeah. a cool guy. He's like, this is where we smoke because the camera doesn't see us. Yeah, well, I mean, and that was just building onto uh, expecta- like more of the story. Yeah. Like setting up plots obviously yeah. but i mean f- by far this is like the best supporting actor acting oh yeah all movie everyone's like all the supporting actors have been or solid mm-hmm. that's how movies should be and it doesn't it didn't take away from like the act like the story that was happening between uh the two main characters yeah eliza and the asset yeah like it didn't take like these characters didn't take anything away from them if anything it built on to their relationship yeah it really um do once again after she has sex with the fish, she rides the bus to work and it's raining. The watering the water was yeah. she controlling it or was it just like her imagination? You know, I thought the same thing. Um, right? Because I mean, like after she had sex with him, like does she like start remembering remembering or something or start obtaining the abilities to bend uh, the shape of water? Yeah, because I mean, like the thing was the water was in different shapes and changing so yeah. like it was hinting at the title of the name or was it just a metaphor because she's the water princess yeah. or something like that the shape of water the shape you know of water. um but that's the that's the brilliant thing of Gail Toro because most directors try to do that and they fail at it oh he yeah. does it and it, it brings on an interesting conversation like you and i are having exactly right now. um one thing that we talked about earlier um they're sitting at the table across from each other they're eating dinner Mm-hmm. And she's expressing her feelings to... I don't know why I do that with my hands. I'm expressing my feelings to you. <laughs> um, cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> but she's, you know, because she can never talk, you know, she's like, I can't tell you how much I love you. Um, and then, you know, the most beautiful... I mean, like, guys, when I'm talking about, like, I nerded out, like, just how he transitioned to black and white. Oh, my God. She starts mustering up 
mm-hmm. the voice to speak, but it's in her head. And she starts singing. Of course, it's not her. But, you know, it goes into this, like, 1950s, 19, like, oh, like... 1950s, 1960s, like, like music, th- music, music number. I actually want to say that may have been earlier timepiece. I think that was an earlier song. Maybe 1920s. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Old as shit. Um, and it's, like, black and white. There's the big band playing. She's in this fabulous dress, and she's singing. And then my dude, the creature, comes in. And they just have this amazing dance which, number, which... You thought it was gonna be corny. I when I when it was happening, I was like, "This can come off real fucking corny." And then and it didn't. It, no. it, it felt you almost wanted to fucking cry. Yeah, <laughs> like no, you're like, and this you is know, beautiful. Yeah, like one hundred percent. And call me a fanboy of Guillermo del Toro, but he does it so fucking well. And fuck you, yeah, I'm a fan. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. He is the person I will give him all my money Seriously. all the time because he he did it in a way like the tone it just. It didn't come off cheesy, and it was. It, it, it should have. It definitely should have. It should have one hundred percent. If anyone else would have done it, it would have been like, "Oh, this is cringeworthy." Yeah, but, but like, it wasn't. And it, was it was sweet. Like, it was. It was amazing. Like I really, I was like, "Man, this is beautiful." Like for a moment, like you kind of forget about everything that's going on in the movie, all the bad, you know, the fact that she stole this creature. Like, yeah, heads up, guys. She, which she is what she was going the through. Asset. Which was she was going through. She forgot. She was forgetting all about the. The heartache and the mm-hmm. distress of trying to just to be with this creature and just living in that moment, yeah, which was such a awesome way to show show that in that movie, yeah. I that scene, and then they fuck, and then they fuck <laughs> while drawn in the fucking movie theater downstairs. Oh, dude, I like the fact that they live above a movie theater. Yeah, like, that was so cool. But yeah, she she fills up the the she turns on all the tubs and stuff, yeah. the sink, and they fill the water up, and she gets naked, and they're just like kind of dancing and in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I should have hated and I didn't. What he killed a fucking cat. Dude, you can't blame him. No he's a creature. <laughs> but I hate when movies do that. Pandora. <laughs> But then nobody felt bad because yeah. he didn't know. And then when he was told, like, no, you can't do that, he was, like, petting the cat saying, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he does the head thing with... Um, and the guy's hair starts growing. And he starts growing hair growing back. And I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. He's actually... He's a good creature. He's he a is. nice little creature. He gets shot at. Yeah. He gets regenerating. Um, he heals Eliza because Eliza gets shot as well. And when he kisses her and puts his hands around her neck, she has these three little... Scratch marks, uh, scars, excuse me, on either side, and she gets gills. And you're like, holy shit, she's some kind of fish person. Is that your theory on that? I don't know. I like it. I like, no, no. Like, if she was a. I don't know. Like, I think, I don't know if she's a mermaid or anything like that, but she she comes from the water. Right. No doubt. Why the fuck else would she have gills? Also, why. and that could explain why the romance is rushed. A exactly, bit. because maybe they know. Maybe they're like somewhat connected. Because think about it: he can breathe on land and in water. Yeah, she can also breathe in land and in water. Did they really prove that she can breathe underwater, though? The gills. As soon as you have gills, you can breathe underwater, dude. But are those gills? Yeah. You sure? Those were gills. Sure, they're not just scratch marks. They open up to be gills. When did they show that in the movie. When they're underwater, they show that. Yeah, he. I didn't see that. What? So when when he jumps in the water with Elijah, mm-hmm. towards the end, towards the end. Okay. Um, she's floating down because she's bleeding out, and mm-hmm. he goes up and swims up to her and kisses her, but he puts his hands around her neck, and he does this healing thing, and it opens up the gills, and that's when she. 
she comes back to life. Oh. Those are gills. Oh. That's yeah. awesome. Right? Okay. Cool I love the movie. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if you stay tuned to just listen to us talk, this, this, like I said, not a scary movie. The horror element, he eats a cat. It's pretty brutal. He ki- he eats some fingers. Yeah. Um, and then just the whole, I mean, it's, to me, horrifying. You know, the time period and yeah. the racism that was there, like, that's a horrifying element. Yeah, period. and again, it just, it plays well in the story and character and how characters act you know because there's a scene where she's watching the television they're talking about and they're showing the the fountain shit what they used to do with the black people oh yeah and he's like turn it off yeah turn it, it off. was I actually it. i think it was um um selma yeah i think that's what they were showing with selma yeah and he's just like turn it off turn it off i don't want to see it like but be him even though he's a white act uh, character he relates to, to them to the um the ignorance and bigotry because he is a gay man. Yeah. And in that time period, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like, homophobic, people were just as homophobic as they were racist. Yeah. So, you know, he, that's why, you know, it's not that he's trying to be like, because at first I was like, I mean, I knew he was he was gay from the beginning. Like, there was oh, really? no, like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, like, there's no big surprise that this character is a gay man. That's, I did when they when they bought the pies. And oh, no. Like, came the, back home. And, hell no. Yeah. I, that's when I figured it mm-hmm. out, but... Um, just sometimes you can just, yeah. Um, but where was I going with this? It's, you know, it almost comes off. If you didn't get it like, oh, he's just, uh, blindsiding everything that's going yeah. on in the world. And he doesn't want to be a part of it. But no, it's, he has a somewhat different kind of connection to that hatred. Right. Uh, and doesn't want to be reminded about it. Exactly. Course. And the color, color scheme in this movie. Is- oh, God damn it. So I picked it up right away. Cause I went uh, the day I went on a date with an, another artist and I was like, uh, stay, stay focused on the color green and teal. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, it's everywhere. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, everywhere. Like even the soap, mm-hmm. uh, the wall color, the the, the murky water, the had murky elements of mm-hmm. teal, uh, the Cadillac that the, uh, the teal Cadillac, <laughs> like oh, so brilliant, broke, brilliant they- use of color. Even uh, the scene where. Uh, Michael Shannon's character, the the villain, mm-hmm. when he breaks into the apartment and trying to find them, mm-hmm. it there's like a light reflected on his face, which looks like he's under like he, that the apartment's underwater or some type. I don't remember that. I had... There's a lot of like little little scenes like that where it looks like a regular like regular scene mm-hmm. looks like it's almost un- underwater. Huh? Like because of the light, like the color and I light like choices. That. I have to. I'm not. I'm buying this fucking movie. I'm oh yeah, right now, guys. This is a buy must must fucking buy a film. Um, because one, if it comes with a director commentary, I'm watching it. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, and I would like to see any deleted or uh, scenes that mm-hmm. he maybe took out of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then catch those things. I may go see it a second time when it hits theaters. It's coming again. in J- January. It will be everywhere. Yeah, that's where I'm gonna go see it again. I can't use my movie pass, but I'll go see it again. <laughs> I'll definitely um, give it money. Is there anything else about this movie? Uh, I think we kind of like we kind of tackled we, everything. A lot of things. Yeah, it was a, it was a it, it's a special film. It's by far film. my favorite of this year, next yeah. to Blade Runner. Ugh. We're not going into that. We're not going to go into that. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. Um, it's it's number one in my book. Yeah. Um, because just because of everything we and talked these about. people better win some one i swear to god if they don't win a fucking award i'm burning the oscars down i mean you should have done that last year i should have done it last year <laughs> yeah me too i'm done with the oscars snobs yeah. uh but 
yeah, give this movie your money if you stuck this long and hasn't seen it yet. Go see it again. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, go see it again. And even if you haven't seen it and we talked about it, just because you kind of heard us say things about it doesn't mean you're going to know when anything's going to happen. Yeah. So, because this movie isn't like, oh, here's everything. Like, we, we yeah. talked about things and fucking way whack out of order. Um, yeah, so. We we gave will, things away, but definitely go watch it if you stuck around to listen to our show. And I will say, this movie has a perfect blend with practical and CGI. Oh, yeah. Because some scenes I couldn't tell if it nope. was CGI. Me either. And I looked into it, and that like some of the scenes were CGI. Couldn't tell. Perfect. That's when you know a director knows what the fuck he's doing. He did the Jurassic Park thing. Yep. Good um, God. But anything else? That'll yeah, be that's it, it, man. 9.5 uh, 9. out of 10. Same. 100% there. All right, but before um, we sign off, I'm gonna I want to ask the people if oh. they want us to do this uh, Stardust thing. Stardust. Stardust is this new movie review app. Okay. Where you can film yourself after seeing a movie for 30 seconds to give a quick review on it. Okay. I want to see if our listeners, if our there? if our junkies, yeah, our fiends, our fiends want <laughs> want us to do that with yeah. the upcoming horror movies coming out like Insidious and all that shit. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but no, I, actually, cool. You, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Um, so if you guys would like us to do that. Um, I know it's a cool movie, new movie reviewer thing to do. So yeah. everyone's been aching about it. So I'm thinking about signing us up for it. Yeah. So let us know. Hit us an e- Shoot us an email. Yeah, if that's um, something you guys would uh, Tweet into. us or something. Let us know if you guys want us to do that. I mean, we're probably going to do it anyway, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we like to have your opinion on uh, yeah. things that we do with our show. Um, stay tuned for another bonus episode of Harry But Sweaty. Um, we're not going to tell you what the topic is. Uh, stay tuned. Just stay tuned because it's going to be hilarious. Um, but as usual, guys, go over to DowerCreepy.com, listen to all those cool shows, read the news. And if you haven't listened to our show in the past and you're a new listener, go back and listen to our older shows because they're just as weird. Yeah, especially episode one. <laughs> yeah, episode one is a, <laughs> is a doozy. We've come a long way. So I... <laughs> I <laughs> So before we had segments, we just went straight into it, and it was god-awful. Yeah, it was just god-awful. Uh, um, but yeah, if you're new out there and listen to us, cool. If you're a returning listener, awesome. But Welcome. Um, welcome back. Uh, but as usual, guys, I'm Mike. I'm Pat. Stay weird. And stay tuned to see if we find Angel. Yeah, he's, he's missing. You've been listening to the Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>